40inbox.com here where we help you with your money. So I stumbled upon this article called The Four Ways to Bank Like the Ultra Wealthy. And I thought this would be a pretty interesting read. So let's uh, check it out. So sick of your bank and dreaming of something better? Really better? More than one-third of Americans considered changing banks in the last year, according to the recently released Best Banks 2023 survey produced by Go Banking Rates. About 20% of those surveyed are dissatisfied with the offerings of our current financial institution. And the survey goes on to list the following as top priorities for those in search of a new financial institution. Low fees, 40% said this was most important, good rates, 15%, and sign-up bonuses, 11%, and accessibility, good locations, and strong mobile banking options came in fourth at 10%, which, by the way, personally, any like mobile banking app that makes it a pain in the butt to deposit a mobile check just straight up pisses me off, right? Uh, it's like it's so annoying to deal with it because like it can't like handle a handwritten check like at all. So all good things to look for certainly. What would your banking experience look like though? If you had all the money in the road or at least a good chunk of it, what sort of products, services, accounts, and financial help would you be insisting on then? As is the case in many areas, really rich people have more options than most. We should first attempt to define really rich as there are multiple levels to consider. Daniel Rocado, a clinical professor of finance at the University of San Diego, offers the following breakdown. You've got your billionaires, then there's the 100 million club, think rich enough to afford your own jet, which by the way, you don't need a hundred million dollars to afford your own jet, right? I believe you could technically buy a jet, like a pre-owned one, for like about like five to eight million, meaning that you're probably going to need about like 30, 40 million to really justify it because of the running costs, etc. But still, you don't need a hundred million. So super rich people might have net worths of 80 million to 100 million. And let's call 5 million to 80 million very rich and 1 million to 5 million emerging or aspirational wealth. Which, by the way, funny enough, like the $1 million to $5 million net worth can be basically reached by almost anyone as long as you're working a full-time job, you're able to pay off your debt, like basically if you're working a full-time job, debt-free, and you're consistently every month putting a few hundred dollars into some sort of investment, and you end up eventually paying off your house, by the time that you're 60, you're probably going to be within that range, right? Now, of course, that really factors in, like, how are you spending your money that you're making, you know? So the banking options increase depending on how high you are on the list. Billionaires, for example, have investment opportunities open to a very small club. So here are four ways that really rich people bank differently than most of us. They use private banks. Lots of national chain banks boast high-end services 
but it's tough to match the offerings of private banks if you're really rich. You'll get a big difference in terms of personal attention plus the array of services that are available, Ricardo said. So those services include high-value financing for things like jets, yachts, and super expensive real estate. There's also a level of personal service that most people can only dream of. Imagine having your own dedicated financial professional, someone who handles all of your banking needs and provides financial advice and is just a phone call away 24-7. Your private banker is on call, Ricardo said. If you're in Istanbul and you see a piece of art that you want in your home and it's the weekend, a private banker has to take that call on a Friday night and figure out how to get that done. Basically meaning like, you're in a situation where you're so wealthy that if you just stick your money into a bank, in a specific bank, they're basically going to just bend over the table for you, pretty much. Or just like massage your feet. So they have teams of people, sometimes big teams, that manage their money. The really rich often hire a team of financial professionals to handle their banking and all aspects of their finances, including charitable contributions. These teams may include a handful of people or dozens. They often take the form of family offices, privately held companies that exist solely to handle assets. This offers a high level of control and privacy, plus customized strategies that are unique to the needs and goals of a particular family or other entity. As you've probably figured, it ain't cheap. Let's say you hire a team of four professionals, including a CPA and maybe a lawyer. Salaries and overhead may run you around $2 million a year, so it's not something you're likely to do with a net worth of around $5 million. Think more like $50 million. Now, here's the thing. In my opinion, I think probably the best way to go about it would probably to hire people that deals on commission. So like when they produce a result, they get a kickback, right? So that you're not having to pay out of pocket so that maybe they'll actually do something, you know? Kind of think of like a 100% commission job, basically. They finance themselves. The very rich are very strategic in their use of debt and leveraging of assets. These families are essentially their own banks, Ricardo said. They finance themselves. They're not going to go to Bank of America to get a mortgage for their second home in Vail. Let's say you have $100 million worth of stock and you want to buy that second home in Vail for $20 million. You could just sell the stock and buy the home. But that would mean a huge tax hit, plus being out of the market on that stock. Being rich enough gives you the opportunity to borrow the $20 million against your own assets, buy the home, keep your stock intact, and avoid the tax blow. Up until recently, Ricotta said, they were doing this for insanely low interest rates. And to put into perspective as to how low of an interest rate that some of these people were able to do, I remember a video of a guy who had a few million dollars in like um, in the stock market. And they were able to take on margin, basically a loan against their stocks that they held at like a 1% and was able to buy real estate 
using that 1% loan, which is crazy. Like, imagine getting practically free money from yourself at 1%. Like, that is crazy. Because you can literally put that pretty much in anything and make a profit. Next, they invest a lot. The really rich tend to be less risk-averse than typical investors and often place the bulk of their wealth in the market, surveys have shown. There are also those rare investment opportunities available to only a select few, often presented to well-heeled clients by their own dedicated private bankers. There are investments available to those folks that aren't available to you and I, Ricotta said. Those folks are shown opportunities globally that the mass market might not even know exist. It can be something as simple as investing in a private company. It can be esoteric as something like investing in llamas in Peru. Which is crazy. Feel free to give your thoughts. I thought this was actually a pretty interesting thing. But uh, yeah, pretty much what it seems like is like what the ultra wealthy do is that they pretty much make their money work to make more money. They're basically making their money act as employees to go and make more money for them forever and ever and ever and ever. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go down below. You can learn how to learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth. See you in future episodes.